Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. This is an English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Maulana Kamar Zamasab Damar Barakatuhum, which took place on Saturday, the 25th of December 2021, the Islamic date being 20th of Jumadul Ula 1443. Thus, Majlis took place after the Ishraq Salat at Baytul Askar, the residence of Hazrat Wala. Hazrat Wala says, I have in front of me the Risala, Asharu Qawa Idfi Tazkiyatin Nufus. It is one of these booklets in this kitab, Dasturu Salikin. And Alhamdulillah, the ulama, and generally it has been accepted with acceptance. People have taken it with acceptance. Hazrat Wala says <coughs> that this Arab Alim is saying, the first of these ten principles, rather, the foundation of all is that of Tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Wahidullah, fa inna Tawheed ta'at, claim the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, understand Him to be one. Because Tawheed is the root and the foundation of all good deeds. Hazrat Shah Wasiullah sahab used to quote from Ihyaul Ulum that Imam Ghazali used to say that Tawheed is mukhla. It is like how the pupil in the eye. So that's how it is in uh, the, the, the example that he gives uh, illustrating the importance of Tawheed in Islam. So La ilaha illallah is no ordinary a statement, rather it is something very, very great. The Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was commanded by Allah, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Know well that there is none worthy of worship but Allah. We were just commanded to say, say, قُولُوا لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ There is a big difference in the two. <coughs> now, and in the understanding of every person, there is a great difference in the understanding of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thereafter, in the understanding of Tawheed by Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an, there is a vast uh, difference. Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an was the one who put down the foundation of uh, Suluk and Tasawuf. Hazrat Muhammad Muhammad Ahmad Sahib, whenever he used to give a uh, majlis and a discourse, then he would speak about Tawheed. Regarding him, Muhammad Habibur Rahman used to say, rather he has written, that he would give waz from the ayatullah, like how a Hafizul Quran would quote. <coughs> so Mujaddid Sahib, Mujaddid al-Fithani, when he passed away, people came to Hazrat Khaja Muhammad Masoom, who was his illustrious son, and they said, listen, Mujaddid Saab has passed away, and what will happen, and what will we do? Immediately he answers, and I want to illustrate from this example to you the importance of what type of Tawheed they possessed. He said to him that Murabbiya Haqiqi is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who gives spiritual training. The genuine zat and being who does this is none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Hazrat Mujaddid Saab was in a jail, then he writes and he gives nasihat uh, to his sons 
who were so grieved by his separation, Khaja Muhammad Masoom and Khaja Muhammad Saeed. These two, uh, their names come uh, specifically, but like that, each one of them was so great, rather, each one of them in the family were like uh, the son itself. So they were saying and expressing in their letter how grieved they are by their separation. So in answer to that particular letter, he says that this year is famous, that the father feels the pinch more in separation than the son. And Hazagangoi even gives an example of this. And he says, regarding a person who has a portion of his finger, part of it, maybe half or quarter of it being amputated. So what happens to the amputated piece? The story is over there. But the piece of the finger that's still there on that hand, that's the piece that goes through pain all the time, the pain of separation. Why? The piece that's still on the hand is the original. And the one that was cut out and thrown away by the doctors, that is a subordinate it, of that finger. <coughs> so similarly, the barb, the father, is the asal. He would feel the pain more because the children are part of him and they are taken away from him. Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib, so anyway, he would say, then, Hazrat Mujaddi Al-Sani, he would say that make nafi of your father's uh, emancipation and release from jail also. Let not this be your maqsood. La ilaha illallah. Negate this as well. Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to say that when a, sh- a person comes to a sheikh, then the sheikh should not keep this person and restricting to himself. Rather, he should make him reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if he keeps him by him, then this is nothing else than shirk. He even gives the message, go and give your mother the message. But before I give you this actual message that Hazrat Mujaddid Saab sends to his wife in this particular letter, let me tell you about the mother, the wife of Hazrat Mujaddid al fithani It was the 15th of Shaban. And Hazrat Mujaddid al fithani was weeping and crying. So she says, what's up? Why are you crying? And he says, I have been informed that my leave from the tree has fallen down. My life will soon come to an end. Now look at her iman. She says, then what's, what's that about the crying? Rone ki kya baat hai? Rone se kya hoga? Razi rahiye. Be happy with the decree and the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ye khandan hama aftabas. Each individual of this grand family was an, a, a celebrated personality on their own. Each of them were equal to that of the sun in its brightness. <coughs> So the mother, he sends the letter to his wife saying that and make your mother understand agar zindagi rahi to mulaqat hogi that listen, if life permits, if we live on, inshallah we would meet. Warna darus salam mein mulaqat hogi. If not, we will meet in Jannah. We will meet in 
Jannah. Now look at this year. Look at the iman of the akhirat in Darus Salaam that we would meet there. Nevertheless, this Arab alim is starting off his risala, and from the most important of the ten fundamentals of suluk and tasawuf is that of tawheed. You know, there was a hakim once, and this lady comes to him and she says that you make it right. You do something. Uh, you, you know, you you see this this year immediately. He said. No, don't speak about things like this year. This is shirk, an association of partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he recites the ayat of the Quran. La tushrik billah, inna shirka ladhulmun azim. Do not ascribe partners to Allah because shirk is a great injustice. It is the worst form of zulm. Fa'lam annahu la ilaha illallah. Know well that there is none worthy of worship but Allah. So, in this, in the kalima la ilaha illallah, there is so much ulum and there is so much of uh, knowledge. It, it, its part is so integral that Imam Ghazali rahimahullah, uh, describes it as mukhla, the pupil in the eye of a person. That's an example of Tawheed that he gives. Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala on the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how firm was he not? As firm as a mountain. And how he looked after and how he kept the ummah on its feet, avoiding them from slipping and going into error and in deviation, what did he tell them? Rather, he even told Umar radiallahu ta'ala, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ Muhammad is not but a messenger. قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلُ Many Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam passed before him and all of them had to pass through that particular a great challenge of their life and that is death. Now, what about Uthman radiallahu ta'ala? Umar radiallahu ta'ala on one occasion comes with a complaint to Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala saying, Oh Abu Bakr, I don't understand. I made salam with Uthman and he did not even answer me. Now Hazrat Wala is saying, I am adding a, a, a portion here that look at this here. He did not entertain evil thoughts. He did not utter this, that or the other against Uthman. Rather, he made way straight for Uthman. And he says, Uthman, what's up? Umar has greeted you today and you didn't even answer. Uthman radiallahu ta'ala says, I don't even know when Umar came and when he left. I'm completely in my own world. And what's troubling me is that of waswasa. And I did not ask Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding the answer to this problem of minds. I have been troubled with waswasa. Hazrat Wala thereafter goes on to quote the text. Whoever is challenged, tried and tested, troubled by whisper, waswasa, the whisperings of shaitan and the devil, then he should make incumbent upon himself the kalima tayyiba la ilaha illallah. So the Bani and the founder of Suluk and Tasawuf was Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an. He was the first person to make talqeen of the kalima tayyiba la ilaha illallah. So on top we just discuss now that how he looked after and he kept together the ummah at the very challenging time of the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then more specifically how he looked after the Sufis Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, and Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, being challenged with 
the waswasa he made talqeen and told them to read the kalima tayyiba la ilaha illallah so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us good understanding of this tariq it is so simple sida sada yes people have made it difficult allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let me be affected with this and my children as well hazar khaja muhammad masoom and khaja muhammad saeed their names uh, come often So it's obvious they wanted the release of their father from jail but he said even negate this if we meet we meet and if we don't meet we would meet in darus salam in jannah now look at how much of yaqeen they had about uh, being together in jannah you know when i went to bihar and there was a huge gathering and maybe another school of thought uh, the bidati and i said to them that it seems that you people have so much of muhabbat and muhabbat and love is such that it will unite us all in jannah i just said that to them that's it but the next day it became the talk everyone was saying that molana said that we'll all meet in jannah and we are going to jannah just that one sentence molana said that we will be going to jannah So I said to myself okay even they understand understood that little and they became pleased with that so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in surah tawhid surah al-ikhlas qul say huwallahu ahad Allah is one Allahu samad Allah is independent Allah does not have parts and there is no even part of a portion allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one he's alone he's unique and the word allah who ahad ahad is more comprehensive than even wahid so it's most suitable for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know it comes regarding the sunnats of fajr if a person reads qul ya ayyuhal kafirun in the first rakat qul huwa allahu ahad we must check up that hadith as well In the second rakat he would be safe from a uh, shirk and nifaq and also the fazilat of reading the sunnats of fajr at home Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is independent we all depend on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know the father has got his hope attached to his son that the son will come the son would bring food i am gone old he'll support me but that's what the father thinks but look how an independent allah rabbul izzat is allah ta'ala says ma uridu minhum mir rizqi wa ma uridu ay yut'imun i do not want from them any rizq wa ma uridu ay yut'imun and i do not want them to feed me from this also we understand many times there is food but after food being there you still need someone to set up to lay the dastarkhan down to warm the food to put the plates to do everything to feed that is separate but allah taala is independent of all of this put together qul huwa allahu ahad now from the positive characteristics and features of allah subhanahu wa taala yeah himself describing himself to our wujudi to all of the positive allah is one and allah is independent and three of the negative ones meaning allah praising himself in uh, from the negative dimension and in the negative aspect positively i mean it's praise but the method is done with uh, salbi 
from the negative uh, way. And what was that? Lam yalid, he does not give birth. Walam yulid, number two, birth was not given to him. Walam yakullahu kufuwan ahad, and there is no one equal to him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the wealth of Tawheed. So Mujaddid al-Fithani rahimahullah says that there are some people who are short-sighted. They object to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man qala la ilaha illallah dakhala al-jannah. Whoever says la ilaha illallah will enter into jannah. And people say, but how will they do this? And how is it possible? Mujaddid al-Fithani says, Allah Ta'ala has opened it up to me in this way. That Allah made makshuf, opened it to me in this manner that... This kalima is so great, so unique, exceptional, so powerful that if one person says it, the barakat of it is so much, it is so vast, so spacious, so enormous that if the entire world, if everyone is forgiven by one person just saying it, there is even space for that and gunjaish for that. Allahu Akbar. In some hadith, it comes Sidqam min qalbihi, sincerely from the heart. So we should also keep the wird and the practice and of abundantly repeating this kalima, La ilaha illallah. In the past, this kalima or this wird used to be repeated abundantly in the khankas. You know, I can remember there was. Uh, this professional person, Master Wajid Ali, who was one of the first Khalifas of Hazrat Muslihul Ummat, Hazrat Manan Shah Wasiullah Sahib. And whenever we used to pass by him, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, he was engaged in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, rather specifically, Kalima Tayyibah. Bahad barid ni'mat, bahad barid dalat. This is a great treasure. This is a great ni'mat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Tanwi, Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to say regarding the khanka of Hazrat Tanwi, he would say that from one one brick of that khanka, the echoing sound of Kalima Tayyibah would come, La ilaha illallah. And he would go on to say there was no moment or no given point in time during the entire day and night where someone was not engaged in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let's make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with afiyat in both the worlds. And because of the barakat of this kalima, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove all our difficulties, troubles, worries and sorrows. Rabbana la tuzih qulubana ba'dayid hadaytana wa hablana milladunka rahma innaka antal wahab. Rabbana la taj'alna fitnatan lilladheena kafaru waghfir lana rabbana innaka antal azizul hakim. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antal samiul alim. وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم بحرمة سيد النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم